0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Let us read some verses from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Starting from verse 1. Now brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and our gathering together to Him, We ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed the son of perdition who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called god or that's worshipped so that he sits as god in the temple of god showing himself that he is god do you not remember that when I was still with you I told you these things and now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way And then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. For this reason God will send them strong delusion, that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Grace of God the Father be with you all. Amen I was asked today to speak to you about why youth in general but also some adults, believe social media more than they believe the scripture for example if I take a random sample of youth Christian, Coptic, Orthodox and I asked them what do you think about homosexuality? what do you think about transgenderism? what do you think about uh, progressive Christianity? what do you think about uh, legalization of marijuana? what about uh, abortion, all these issues that are now taught over the social media. Unfortunately, we will find a high percentage of youth, Christian Orthodox youth, who are committed to the church who attend regularly who maybe are deacons or Sunday school servants but you will find they are confused and they think that God is supporting all these things and if we are not supporting all these things then we are wrong uh, God is God of love God of acceptance uh, and we should not judge one another and we should actually uh, defend the social justice for everyone so they are confused and this actually what St. Paul said before the appearance of antichrist what will happen there will be as we read in verse 10 and 11 and 12 there will be unrighteous deception so there's a deception here unrighteous deception unfortunately those who will continue to be deceived and allow this deception actually to influence them, will perish. Because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. So here you have two options. Either to receive the love of the truth, or to uh, follow the unrighteous deception. Those who will follow the unrighteous deception will perish, as St. Paul said in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 10. Those who will follow the truth will be saved. Verse 11, and for this reason, God will send them strong delusion. How God is sending strong delusion? Because they refuse the love of God, the love of truth so God actually will not impose himself God actually will withdraw from them once God is withdrawn then they will be captive to the spirit of delusion you you, you either be son of God or son of the devil you cannot be both at the same time if we reject the truth then we are not children of God. Once we reject the truth, we are the children of the devil. And the devil actually is the spirit of delusion that they should believe the lie. For example, nowadays, when people believe that there are more than one gender, that's a lie. You don't have actually to, to prove this, there is no scientific proof that there are more than one gender when you go and book a ticket on major airlines and they give you four choices uh, male, female, unspecified and undisclosed that's the spirit of delusion if people believing this when you go to a doctor office And when you file the application, in the gender, male or female or others, what others? And they ask you, what pronouns do you want to use? He, she, they, spirit of delusion. This is reality, that unfortunately, we are living it right now. That is, they should believe the lie. People who are believing these lies, Unfortunately, they are captured by the spirit of delusion that they all may be condemned. Who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness? Those who had pleasure in homosexuality and defended as alternative lifestyle, those who defend abortion, those who defend pro-choice, those who, uh, sorry, uh, Abortion or transgenderism. Or legalization of drugs. Etc. etc. They have pleasure. In unrighteousness. That's what the Bible says. So. What are the reasons? What are the reasons? Unfortunately. Social media. Has big influence. On us. Any youth spend at least three to four hours every day at least if not more on social media and the social media actually is brainwashing us Satan is not creative by the way if we are going to see what he is doing now in the social media it's exactly exactly what he did with our mother Eve exactly I I will tell you what he did with our mother Eve and let's compare it what he is doing right now with the social media you will find it identical and to make it easy for you I will say three words start with letter D Number one, doubt. Number two, deny. Number three, deceive. Uh, Sorry, deceive, that's the fourth. Uh, Distort, distort. So let's keep these three words for now. Doubt, deny, distort. Let's go to our Mother Eve and let us see uh, how he cast doubt, how Satan actually planted doubt in her hearts. If you go back to Genesis chapter 3, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. The serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. So now he is casting doubt. God is saying, you will die Satan is saying, you will not die Uh, for God knows that in the day you eat of it your eyes will be opened and you will be like God knowing good and evil Satan usually cast doubt on three things number one on God number two on the word of God number three on the sin number one on God Satan will try to make you believe that God doesn't want your best interest God doesn't want your best interest here actually, he said to Eve, God, want, God knows that you will be like God. You will be like Him. Your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. God doesn't want you to be like Him. See? So here actually, made Eve doubt that God... Wants her and Adam to be like him God doesn't want your best interest Also he is casting doubt about sin Sin will not hurt you You will not surely die You will not surely die Sin will not hurt you And cast doubt about the word of God About the word of God God said, you shall surely die, Satan say, no, you shall surely not die. Until now, in the social media, you will find Satan is casting doubt on God, on uh, the word of God, and on sin. Casting doubt on God. All over social media, there is attacks on the church. There is attacks on the uh, clergy in the church because they are representative of God. The attack on the authority of God. There is attack on the authority of the church. And the message that our youth is getting always, always that the church doesn't want your best interest. The church want to control you. The church want to restrain you from enjoying your life and having fun. If you stay away from the church, your life will be much better. If you stay away from God, your life will be much better. You're going to go to the church, they will tell you, don't date, don't drink, don't uh, dance, don't do this, don't do this. Fast, confess, Repent, all these restrictions. You are not going to enjoy your life. Come with me, Satan is saying, come with me and I will actually make you enjoy your life. You will have a boyfriend or girlfriend. And if you feel inside you that no, you are attracted to the same gender, nothing wrong it is alternative lifestyle, just go and try it don't believe what they are telling in the church, it's sin just enjoy your life what's wrong with marijuana, it's now legalized just try it, you will feel better just do this and do that and many youth like Eve are deceived because they believe Satan, that God doesn't want their best interest the church doesn't want your best interest the clergy do not want your best interest that's why you start distancing yourself from God, from Abuna, from the church because you believe your life will be better away from God, casting doubt on God casting doubt on the word of God Casting down, now we read and we hear many people, and unfortunately some of them are clergy. They are saying, there are errors in the scripture, and there is mythology in the scripture. How come? Why Satan actually is planting this in the mind of these people? How? And why? Uh, uh, Let me tell you why. If we establish the inerrancy of the scripture there is no error in the scripture and number 2 if we established that the scripture is inspired by the holy spirit so since it is inspired it is the word of god and since there is no error in the scripture if we establish these two things this equal what scripture has authority is authoritative But if I cast doubt on inspiration, there are, uh, as they say, the Bible can have scientific uh, mistakes or whatever. So if I cast doubt on inspiration, and if I cast doubt on the inerrancy of the the scripture, then the Bible has no authority. And if the Bible has no authority, then it is just a book to read. Maybe what science is saying is, is right maybe evolution is right and the creation is wrong so Satan is casting doubt on the word of God that's what he's doing right now as he did with our mother Eve when he made her to doubt what God told her you shall surely die and Satan also is casting doubt on sin Satan will tell you sin is beautiful pleasurable, you will enjoy your life and it will not hurt you sin will not hurt you (laughs) and unfortunately we know I'm sure you know how many youth died from overdosage I'm sure you know how many youth in your age got AIDS because of homosexuality and still you believe that sin will not hurt you still you are deceived by Satan and believe that Satan will not hurt you in spite of all these statistics but that's what Satan is doing a spirit of delusion to make them believe a lie to make them believe a lie don't be deceived because if you are deceived and you believe the lie, this equals no salvation. If you don't love the truth, as we read in Second Thessalonians together, this equal no salvation. Then I told you that Satan is distorting the word of God, the second D D. First D doubt, second D distort. Do you know what he said to Eve? Has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Every tree of the garden? Definitely, God did not say this. God actually said to Adam and Eve, you can eat from all the trees in the garden. All the trees, except one tree. But here Satan is casting doubt. Until now, Satan is distorting the word of God. Some people now they are going back to Greek words and Greek terminology and they are saying the word that is translated homosexuality in the letters of St. Paul is not actually uh, in the Greek word the the Greek word doesn't mean homosexuality of course all these are refuted easily you can refute it very very easily but uh, that that they are casting doubt and many papers and many researches on on this distorting the word of God to make people believe a lie and they say no no no, the Bible is not against homosexuality the Bible is against pedophilia so when the the word that actually is translated homosexuality means actually that uh, a man lies with a boy Betophilia, not just homosexuality and again it's refuted but that's what satan is doing actually distorting the word of god eucharist do this in remembrance of me they say just remembrance so it, it doesn't mean real body and real blood And all chapter, John chapter 6, that the Lord said, my body is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed, unless you eat my body and drink my blood, you have no life abiding you, etc., etc., etc. Forget it. He is distorting the word of God, as he distorted the word of God with Eve. Again, why? What is the ultimate goal for Satan? He wants to shake your faith in God, your faith in the word of God. And once you are shaken and you don't believe the word of God, then Satan will have control over you, 100%. Because now the word of God is not your reference. Now you are shaken, you are doubting the word of God. That's why St. Paul in the chapter that we read, verse 2, he told them, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or by let. But unfortunately, that's what our generation is facing right now. Our generation are shaken in mind and they are troubled by the word, by the spirit. You read anything and you believe it without actually searching, without actually looking for, for the truth. St. Paul, again, I, I'm reading these words for you. We ask you not to be shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or by letter. How after 7,000 years now they discovered there are not two genders. And many people are believing this. How you allow somebody to shake your faith and to shake your trust and your confidence in the authority of the scripture Satan also is denying the word of God doubting distorting and denying denying the word of God God said to Adam and Eve you shall surely die if you eat from this tree Satan said no, you shall surely not die Satan is denying that the word of God has authority over you you go to school and they teach you evolution they teach you that creation is wrong that's denying the word of God that's denying the word of God and unfortunately many youth just are deceived and they are shaken in mind in spirit and they are troubled do you have your faith strong what the Bible is teaching us, or not? That's why people, especially youth, are deceived and they believe social media more than the word of God. So, after we spoke about distorting, denying, doubting, then the fourth D will be deceiving. It's a spirit of deception. St. Paul called it in 2nd Thessalonians, Unrighteous deception, unrighteous deception, people are deceived right now. What's deception? Deception means you believe a lie and then you are tempted actually to live this life. Tempted. Satan is deceiving us by denying, distorting and doubting the word of God. Then he will make the sin pleasurable and easy, accessible. That's what he did with Eve. In, in, in Genesis chapter 3, after he distorted, after he denied, after he doubted the word of God, read verse five, 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, she also gave to her husband with her and he ate, Satan will make the sin attractive and make the sin easy, accessible ask anybody who is using drugs or smoking cigarettes, ask them how much did you pay for the first cigarette or the first drug? 100% he got it for free. 100%. That is the technique of Satan. He actually will give you the sin freely and will make it attractive to you. Will make it pleasurable as happened with Eve. Good for food, Pleasant to eyes, desirable to make one wise. Many people think the drugs actually make them better, happier. And then they became captive. Same for smoking, same for alcohol in anything. Pornography. Now actually it is very easy. One touch on on the phone. You can have whatever you want to watch and to to see. So, sin now is very, very accessible. And very attractive. In addition to this, there is no shame to sin. 50 years ago, there was shame with sin. But now actually, because Satan is normalizing the sin, and call it alternative lifestyle there is no shame attached to sin so people are not embarrassed when they commit any sin people live together without marriage and they call it courtship they they don't call it it fornication or sexual immorality they call it now premarital sex so even the, the, the names of sin change it in order to take any shame out of it, any guilt away from it, so that's what Satan is doing so Satan actually the the, the influence of social media on us make us actually doubt the authority of the word of God doubt he distort, he deny, he deceive us, then he tempt us with the sin. Keep these five points. That's what social media is doing right now. Exactly. Denying, doubting, distorting, deceiving, then tempting us. So our mind now is totally washed. Another reason besides the influence of the social media on us, the spiritual life became very weak right now. Very, very weak. We are church goers, but we are not spiritual. Most of the people, they just go to church. I'm speaking about people who go regular to the church. So they are church goers. But many of them, they don't have a strong spiritual life. How How many of us walk in the fear of God? How many of us spend the time in our inner room, in our houses, praying with zeal, fervent in prayer? How many of us, they say with David, I meet the Lord in front of me all the time, lest I sin against you the word the fear of God disappeared even inside the church people don't respect God or don't revere God youth during the whole liturgy most of them they are on their phones texting uh, and uh, surfing social media they are not paying attention to that liturgy where is the fear of God here Deacon says several times, let us attend, do you know what let's attend means? means pay attention, pay attention but we are so disconnected we are standing physically inside the church but our mind and heart are away something else and just wait until the time of communion and take communion and leave and we feel that if I attend the Sunday and take communion Now I finished all my duty. How many of us living the true life of repentance? Repentance. Our life is very, very weak. Spiritual life is very weak. I will ask a question and just answer it. Compare the time you spend on social media and the time you spend reading the scripture, reading spiritual books, praying. Compare the time. And then you, you will answer this question. Why social media is influencing you more than the word of God. If you are spending five, six hours here and zero minutes here, now you know why? Even when you go to confession, it's a chatting, it's complaining about others. It's not about us. It's not about how to deepen our relationship with God and how to walk in the fear of God. Beside this, what is the place of the scripture and early church fathers in your knowledge. What do you know? If I ask you about, you know, how people defend evolution, how people defend homosexuality, how people defend the transgenderism, how people defend abortion, I'm sure most of you will answer this question. But if I ask you any question in the scripture, maybe some of you will have difficult time. To answer these questions. How many of you finish the scripture. From Genesis to Revelation. How many of you. Not only finish it. But understood it. And studied The scripture as the Lord said in John 17. He said confirm them in your truth. Your word is truth. Your word is truth. As we read in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. You have two options. Two options. Either to abide in the truth. And you will be saved. Or to believe a lie and you will be condemned. There is no other option. How can you abide in the truth without studying and reading the scripture? And also understanding the scripture according to the early church fathers. As I explained, one of the techniques that Satan is using is distorting the word of God. And distorting the interpretation of the word of God. You cannot actually protect yourself from being deceived without studying the word of God and understanding it according to the early Church Fathers. And don't say, you know, how can I study the scripture? <laughs> now actually, the the tools to read and study the scripture are plenty. Many applications have early church fathers' commentary. And many of them are for free. You know, when I was in your age, there was almost zero, zero commentary on the scripture from orthodox perspective. Zero. And when Abu Natadrus Ya'ub started to publish his books, we found it as treasure and we're saving our allowance just to buy these books to, to read and to study the scripture from orthodox perspective I'm speaking not zero published in Arabic of course in English but it was easier for us to read in Arabic but now actually you don't have any excuse you need to spend some time every day to read to understand according to the early church fathers so when anybody actually cast doubt on the word of God or distorted the word of God you will be ready to give a defense how you protect yourself from deception if you don't know the truth and don't say the church, the church cannot do everything for you you come one hour for youth meeting at the church but you need to do your own work when we're in your age actually our Bible study we do we did it our own. We got the books of Obmonitherus, we got our Bible and we're studying these books as if we are going to examine. We did it on our own if you want actually to love the truth. So there are two major factors here that we are ignorant of the Word of God, ignorant of understanding the Word of God according to the early church fathers and number two we don't walk in the fear of God our spiritual life is very very weak very weak and most of us we have dual life we come to the church church goers and then we have a totally different life the rest of the week totally different life totally away from God this duality you cannot actually bear fruit for the Holy Spirit with this duality. So, what are the solutions? And it is serious. Again, what I'm talking about is serious. As St. Paul said, you have two options. Either to abide in the truth, which means salvation, or to believe a lie, which means condemnation. There is no other option. So, What we are discussing today is very, very serious. So I will give you four recommendations or four advices in order actually to overcome this deception that we are facing uh, right now from the social media. The first advice, actually, you can find it in Acts chapter 17, verse 10, Acts 17. 10 and 11. 11. Then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. When they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. These these referring to the people of Berea, these were more fair-minded, more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica. Why? In that they received the word with all readiness received the word in all readiness number two, and searched the scripture daily to find out whether these things were so so when St. Paul actually spoke to them about Jesus and this man rose from the dead and he is God who became man they don't take it like this they received the word readily take it seriously, then they went to the scripture, which means here the Old Testament, and actually start to search the scripture daily, to find out whether these things were so and when they found that St. Paul is speaking the truth, therefore many of them believed, many of them believed we need to be like the people of Berea, fair minded to search for the truth the Lord said, you will find the truth and the truth will set you free. Will set you free. So you need to abide by the truth. And it's very easy to find it. Very easy to find the truth. And by the way, this another lecture. Truth is not just subjective. Truth is not subjective. If you feel it, then that is the truth. And li- like the the logan that many now repeated you do mine, I do yours, something like this you you do, I do mine and you do yours, something like this which means everybody can can do whatever he believes in that's not right they say if you feel that you are if you are uh, female, then you are a female if you feel that you are a male, you are a male what if, if I say, I feel I'm black does this make me black? So search for the truth like the people of Berea. Second reference, I told you I'm going to give you four points. That's number one. Number two, first Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 32. Of son of Yasakar, who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do, their chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. I actually I like the sons of Yisakar because they had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do we need to understand our time to know what we should do you need to understand how the spirit of delusion is working right now how People right now say to the light, it is dark, and to the dark, darkness it is light. Saint Anthony the Great said, and you can write, you read this in the book written about the life of Saint Anthony by Saint Ascenius. He said, at the end of the days, at the end of the days, people actually will lose their mind; they become crazy, and they look. At those who are super minded and they will tell them you are crazy, we are living this time now actually if you say I am against homosexuality, I am against transgenderism, I am against abortion, they will tell you are crazy you are prejudiced, you are extremist you are fanatic, that's what you will be called and you will be attacked, we are living this time We need to understand the time like the children of Yasakr in order to know what we should do We need to understand the times to know what we should do, what we ought to do Don't be deceived by all what's going on around you Number three, what is your point of reference? There are millions of opinion out there million of opinions. What's your point of reference? Do you believe in the authority of the scripture? Do you believe in the authority of early church fathers? Do you believe in the authority of the church or not? Do you believe in the authority of God? God is our creator. If he created me as male, then God wants me to live my life as male. If he created me as a female, he wants me to live my life as a female. Do you believe in the authority of God or not? What's your point of reference? When you read something on the social media How can you judge it? Do you have the spirit of discernment? How you can judge it? Is this false or true? You need to have point of reference As I said, Satan is casting doubt on the point of reference On the church, on God, on the scripture Because he doesn't want anything to have authority over you Now, actually, who is the real God? Me. I am the God of myself. If I believe that, again, I am a female, then I am a female. That's how I want myself to be. So, ask yourself, do you have point of reference? And what's your point of reference? Is it the scripture? Is it God? Do you really really live under the authority of God? You know, 50 years ago, it was very enough to say to somebody, God said so, the Bible said so. If you say the Bible said so, end of discussion. Now, no, it's not the end of discussion right now. Because the Bible has no authority in our life. That's what social media did for us. Social media made us cast doubt on on the scripture and the authority of the scripture. We say scripture has errors, not inspired. And the last point, you need to have a strong spiritual life and to walk in the fear of God. To walk in the fear of God. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. If you want to have wisdom to discern what's right and what's wrong, to discern the falsehood from the truth, you need actually to have a strong spiritual life. To walk in the fear of God. And strong spiritual life doesn't mean just come to the church on Sunday and take communion. Doesn't mean you have dual life. On Sunday, just you serve as a deacon and the rest of the week, do whatever you want to do. It doesn't work this way. You need to love the Lord God from all your heart, all your mind, all your strengths, all your will, all. Not 50%, not 80%, all. If you keep these four points, like the people of Berea, search for the truth, the sons of Yasakr, understand the time and figure out what we ought to do to have a point of reference in your life. What is the authority? Whether God has authority over you, the scripture has authority over you, church has authority over you, or not. And finally, your spiritual life without walking in the fear of God and have a strong spiritual life, we will be confused. Let me again conclude by repeating what I just read in the beginning. I read verse two from Second Thessalonians two. I ask you, I ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit. Or by word or by letter. Verse 3, let no one deceive you by any means, let no one deceive you by any means, let no social media deceive you by any means. And then from verse 10, deceive you with all unrighteous deception, all unrighteous deception Those who are making sin normal, that is unrighteous deception among those who perish. These people who will not repent will perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. The love of truth will save you. Only the love of truth, because God is the truth. I am the truth, the way and life. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that all, that they all may be condemned. Who? Who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Again, these words are very serious and I hope to take these words very, very serious in your life. Discern the time, understand the time. Have a point of reference, search for the truth, have a strong spiritual life, walk in the fear of God, and may God actually protect all of us from the spirit of delusion. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.